Hello and welcome to Six Pack Cinema. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode. As you saw from the title, we are discussing Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie all about Freddie Mercury and the band Queen, starring Rami Malek. Hope I got that name right because this is the second try. Let's get into it. Dude, you should review a movie. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've had a couple, so... Movie review. Alright, thank you guys very much for joining. Either you're a first-time listener who has seen Bohemian Rhapsody and just searching the podcast app. I want to hear about it. I want to hear what people think. Or you you listen to Six Pack Cinema and you're back, and we thank you either way for joining us. We've got me, Jimmy, John, Dave, all hanging out, ready to discuss this movie. If you're a first-time listener, how it works is we're going to talk about our gut feeling. We're going to talk about the movie in general. Then we're going to give some rev- some uh, ratings. We're going to go popcorn rating out of five, critical rating out of 100, what we would pair with this as our drinks, and some other fun stuff. Here we go. I'm going to throw it to Dave first. Gut feeling. I was so disappointed in this movie. For a movie about Freddie Mercury, who is like the epitome of excess and extravagance and going all out and being unique, this felt like such a sanitized and by-the-numbers biopic that was also horribly inaccurate. John? Okay, uh, I went into this very excited. Extremely, like, the really, really, expectations were too high. Um, I will say I was disappointed with, like, the first... 45 minutes of it, half hour to 45 minutes of it. I, I, I imagine it's like a really great sandwich with all the awesome pieces that you really want to eat, but somebody took it and mashed it into the size of your fist, and like nobody wants to eat that anymore. It was just too much, too much good stuff that was cramped and stupidly put together that they didn't really even need. There was a great movie in there somewhere if they just left half of it on the editing room floor. All right, so you went in with high expectations. As uh, if you've listened to the show, we knew that, which was odd because you're the only one I knew. Actually, I guess the pop general public went in with high expectations. I yeah. didn't. I didn't go in with high expectations at all. I left the theater happy, but but this movie wasn't great. It just had the benefit of its third act being a great concert. <laughs> like the third, yeah. it, if well. you take out the Live Aid concert, and and that's just a concert reenactment. Which was awesome, though. Which I was loved awesome. That they, never yep. cut it, away. they nailed they the concert it. reenactment, but everything before that was so bland and choppy and boring. Uh, so, like, it was like its crutch because I walked out and like I got like a little teary eyed, you know, just from that Live Aid concert. But if you take oh, yeah. that out, which they didn't have to write a thing, they literally just watched the concert and then redid the concert. So I don't even give them credit for for doing a good job. Well, they they set up a good story leading up to that point. The whole the whole why the concert was so great was because, and we're going to ignore we're going to ignore real life for a few minutes. Okay. Um. Yeah. We do have to discuss about. about that though. Yeah. We. I wrote down all of the the problems, but that I know. So of, leading up to this amazing concert was like okay, well, he uh, was spiraling out of control. He left the band. He was like. Amazing line. It says, "When you're truly rotten, all the fruit flies come." I died laughing. Great, great pairing. Uh, he, he, it's the buildup of like getting back together with the band. He, he's dying. He, he's losing his voice, and like you don't know if he's gonna make it through this this concert without cracking. You see the manager like 
bump up the volume because he can't sing the way he used to be. Like that was that was all build up to this amazing concert. And the concert doesn't have the same feeling without the build up. It was a great movie from the point where he got his his own house with the weird ass party to the end. Oh, I, if they just came in on that one. Oh, great. yeah, I don't agree. Okay, well that's fine. Um, right. But Dave, I'm interested to hear the inaccuracies first. The inaccuracies, and I'm. Oh, not do we not? Do, huge... do, do, can we avoid the inaccuracies to the end? Let's talk about the movie as a whole first. Okay, cause... fine. That's fine. Here, here's, okay, yeah. yes, that's fair. I, Here... And I, I'll also say I did not let the inaccuracies judge my scores because I'm just trying to judge the movie as it is. Okay, good. But it was also driving me nuts, like knowing things were clearly not right. Yeah. Okay, I have, uh, I've like a couple like problems. Okay. Okay. And I hate just listening. I was, trying to, I was trying to think of some good things to counterbalance this, but whatever. I'll sound like an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I I know that his haircut and his teeth were bad in real life, but I the teeth distracted me from the movie. Yes, I agree. With and that. the faces he made dis- like really distracted me from the movie. And maybe you could say, well, they were distracting when you tried to watch Freddie Mercury in real life. It's like, yeah, I, maybe, but I don't care either way. It was a distraction in the movie. I was like, what the fuck. Come on, because it felt I, like I think. Hang on, I think overbite. you were you're right that it was distracting when you tried to watch Freddie Mercury in real life, but I also think his talent was so good that you could get past that when he was performing, which is why my favorite parts are when they're actually performing music in the movie, and you don't really notice that. My my biggest critique, and this is like a critical critique that I think is I don't I haven't seen reviews, so I don't know is I never lost Remy Malik. And saw him as Freddie Mercury. I he I never saw thought I was watching Freddie Mercury, and like um, um, James Franco in the movie where what's the movie? The Room um, Disaster the, Artist. Disaster Artist. Yeah. Remember we talked about how much we lost James Franco completely, and we yeah, were yeah. just watching that dude, that weird dude, and like we're like, I never had that. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's getting credited for being doing a great performance. It very much seemed like dress up to me and a kid in dress up doing. I, I lost him when they were performing. Yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. on stage. Singing. I, I yeah, I, that too. And I also lost him when they switched to like the '80s style Freddie Mercury and he had the shorter hair and the mustache. That I was much he, better. He, yes, I thought from that point on he was Freddie Mercury to me. But it was the all long, like the long hair Freddie Mercury where, was god awful. Yes. Yeah, I like so I I never I never I just kept thinking this is Rami Malek doing Freddie Mercury and not. Okay, I'm watching Freddie Mercury now, which is like it's a hard task. But even like Leo, who's you know Leo, or Tom Hanks, you know Tom Hanks, you can lose them in a role soon. That's what makes them fantastic actors. Mm-hmm. So he never did that for me, uh, which was annoying. Not annoying, but it was kind of disappointing. That's yeah. I, I think I think they tried to lay on the uh, the physical attributes a little too thick. Um, the, namely, you brought up the, the teeth, uh, the teeth and the hair. They were trying to nail that too much, but I, they, I mean, Remy Malik, he he looks weird in general, just like Queen or uh, Freddie Mercury looked weird in general. Mm. They, you just need to get the the gist of it. You need to have the actor play a role, not pretend to be like a costume, like he's wearing a costume. If he was just who he was, without the stupid ass buck teeth, I think you would have been had an easier time. Yeah, getting lost in it. While I'm giving my unpopular opinions out, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to throw another one that makes me sound like. A real old grouch jerk face. <laughs> okay, what Mike, is it? Mike Myers plays the character that turns him down or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. What? Oh shit! I didn't even realize that. Well, yeah. So then now, up, like, so now like, I see it. Now so I see then it. you didn't even From, pick up on this, John, because there's Mike Meyer says this is not the type of song friends will drive around town singing along. Oh to. my god! And that was Wayne. a direct shot at Wayne's World because they made Bohemian Rhapsody really popular back in 1992 after it fell off the charts. And I hate when serious movies do this meta shit, like do. Your movie in this movie, Wayne's World's not around. So, like, I hate that poking at the audience. And that's I I agree with you. It takes away from the serious tone of the movie. Pisses me off. If if that was like something that actually happened, I could kind of get over it. But they made up that character. That was never a real person in their lives. Yeah, and also the point they made it up just to shoehorn Mike Myers in and shoehorn that meta joke. It's it was. Yeah, I can. If it was. I don't know if he said if he said if if friends are going to sit around in a basement and pretend they have a TV show, then I wouldn't pissed off. But I mean, everyone belted this song out in the car. Yeah, but it, it was it was a, it, I it know was a it's it's a directly to him, but I don't know. I, I and plus it went over my head, so obviously job well done on them. Unless you're a straight comedy, don't do like meta breaking the fourth wall. Don't break the fourth wall unless you're a straight comedy or it's your thing. Like you're a break the fourth wall movie, like. Uh, that one about the housing crisis and all that shit. All right, yeah. If, if I hearing about it secondhand after the fact, I like it a lot more. If I had been known, if I had known when it was happening, I probably had the same reaction. I was like, well, it takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah. I will say, while we're talking about the song Bohemian Rhapsody, I did like when they finally got it on the radio and they just started showing all the actual reviews from people when the song came out. I, I like that. Nope. Nope, nope. I hated that shit. I was, I was, the whole, the whole time when they did that, and also showing where they were touring. I was like, who the fuck was in charge of the Excel sheet or the uh, the PowerPoint? It was, it was a, like a star wipe PowerPoint we were watching. I hated it so much. I didn't like the editing either. Oh, I, that's one of the few things I gave it like points for. Is I love the editing in the movie. Oh, it was so weird. So so weird. It was very much like a high school kid just learned about like a new editing trick. Star wipe. Well, it was all like '80s style graphics. I know, but we're not in the '80s, you know. So. Like the movie is like supposed to takes place in the '80s. Wasn't made in the yeah. '80s. If they if they had '80s style graphics, like grainy and like kind of fuzzy, yeah, maybe I could buy into it. But it was like, but they did. Any, it was anytime IMAX there was quality. like a star, no, anytime there was like star wipes and they were showing like them like touring, it was shittier but, '80s style graphics and like no, 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 grainy, no, the, grainy like, maps and stuff like that. But not like the the. Like, oh, we're in Puerto Rico, oh, we're in Peru, oh, we're, we're wherever the fuck we are. That that was not grainy. That was pure IMAX amazingness. It was crisp and clear. Oh, I didn't see it in IMAX. It looked grainy in the theater I saw it in. I, I like the shot uh, when they're touring in America, and it, it's really wide on the road, and the first bus drives past them, and then it goes through the front windshield of the second bus all the way through the bus to them sitting in the back. I thought that was a cool shot. That was great. Mm-hmm. The things I liked. Uh what what else do we have before we go um, before we move to inaccuracies? Cause I mean, we already tra- we already talked about the beginning. Um, oh, groundbreaking moment for me was when I found out that Freddie Mercury was an Indian. Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea. I had no idea, and also I I mean this less or so. I had no idea he was married to a woman. Yeah, they were. Uh, we'll I, get that's, to more that be- that's more believable because you know that was just what gays did back then. You know, uh, but being Indian floored me in the beginning. Couldn't yeah. believe it. Well, he's not Indian, right? He was something else. 
He's oh, Pakistani. basically Indian. Pakistan. He wasn't Pakistani. He was in that vicinity, though. Oh, I, yeah. they kept calling him a Paki, so I assumed he was yeah. Pakistani. He he was like Indian-based family that moved to uh, South Africa. Oh, then, yeah. Who then moved to London? Yeah, yeah. He's oh. everywhere. He is a. Uh, I mean. I just I always thought he was just like a straight up gay white guy. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Uh, Dave, my question is a two part question. It's it leads in. My least favorite part of the movie was the drama with the friend, his the Irish guy, the band manager. Well, he wasn't the manager. He was like the band. He was like the day to day guy. He was like Freddie's manager. He was the handler. Kind of. yeah. yeah, whatever he was. Uh, that whole part when like he would. That guy was taking control. I wish they left that out. And I wish yep. that is that accurate? Is that a real character? Not that's a real person, and it wasn't to like the level of that. The rest of the band didn't like him, but he was just Freddie's friend who was around. Alright, let's let's just get into the inaccuracy. So that guy was around, but he wasn't like Freddie's handler at all. Um the, buckle buckle up, Jimmy. This is gonna ruin yes. it for you. The alright, Freddie never had AIDS until after Live Aid. No, he was not diagnosed. For like three years. You, it, Two at years, that time 87. You, but still, uh, it, wait, 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 wait. So the whole buildup for the, the, the Live Aid drama didn't exist. Freddie, when he played Live Aid, he didn't know he had AIDS. He did not know it. Or, or he, he might was, not he have wasn't diagnosed. What a fucking yeah. insult to oh, my yeah, no, brain. No, hang on, hang on. I uh, shed tears. Because I thought he was singing as a dead man. It changes everything, right? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. no, that ruined it. That drops ruined like 10% off my whole fucking critical score. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, this movie. Okay, I cried so... tears. <laughs> you lied right. to me. This movie lied to me. So when he's Next playing one? the piano and he opens up with, like, I'd, I wish I wasn't born at all. There's, I'm so mad. I think he had a hint that he had AIDS. Early AIDS. Maybe a hint of AIDS. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was on his brain. I'm livid. Tell me what else. <laughs> Having AIDS. The band never broke up. They released an album the year before Live Aid and were on tour for eight months the same year as Live Aid. So the whole not playing beforehand? <laughs> yeah. They were playing they for nine up? months straight. Did they ever break up ever? And then no, they never together? broke up. They were recording music to weeks before he died. They never broke up. They took a couple years off. He did release a solo album, but he is the last member of Queen to release a so- solo album. The rest yeah. of them all did it first. The drummer was the first one, like way early in their, in their career. <coughs> Excuse me. He also, yeah. so his wife, uh, they remained married until he died, but even after like he came out to her and they separated, they never had a falling out. She was his personal assistant and probably more of his handler than the other guy was. Jimmy's like, he's rocked right now. Um, They also portrayed the rest of the band as like family guys and tired of Freddie's lifestyle. They were all equally as into it. And uh, Roger was the the drummer. He was more of like a sex and drug addict than Freddie. Well, they they hinted at that heavily. But like, he was the one who was like, I have a family, Freddie. And like, wanting to leave the party were like, they would never leave Freddie's. Like, they were at all of his parties. They were staying there. They were all cheating on their wives. They're all. I'll give you. I'll give you a few guesses. I'll give you a few guesses as as the two three uh the the three producers of this movie were. (laughs) Yes. This this movie was just Brian May's trashing on Freddie Mercury to like have a revisionist history. I wouldn't say he's trashing on him. I think he. 
I mean, he made he made it more dramatic, and, and it was much more dramatic. Hence yeah. Jimmy's tears. But also, uh, I wouldn't right. say I wouldn't say trashed him. No. Um, let's. I'm trying to like not do nitpicky stuff. Like songs that they placed like in order just weren't made in the same order. Yeah, um, the that that was one of my big notes. Is like this this sound this this makes it seem like these like humongous hits they made were like haphazardly like accidental. Like oh, we're just gonna get up here, bump bump. Psh. That's a good little tune. Let's do this. Come on. No. It, it, no it, yeah. But they I also have had them coming out in like wrong years and wrong tours. Yep. They um they made it seem like Freddie just stumbled on the band and had never pl- performed in a band. He was in a band before uh, Smile, which became Queen, and they used to like play shows together all the time. He was best friends with the former lead singer. That's that like one's not as that one's fine. That, one, uh, that one's fine. I'll allow that one. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. <laughs> But I'm pretty um, upset. So am I, I, am I missing any? Shane, yeah, the, those were the, the ones like off the top of my head. The AIDS one is huge. That it is. That that like I said, it ruins the ending. The reason why that that concert was so amazing was the buildup because of the AIDS. And since you replaced that two years, it's not so much anymore. Oh, and those like two years he was in, or a year and a half he was in Germany, like recording his stuff and partying and getting out of hand. The entire band was there with him in real life. <laughs> so this is a very bad biopic. Yeah. Fucking hell. All right. I have some things about like Queen itself, just things I learned that yeah. uh changed my mind on Queen. Like I uh, um all the making of the song scenes, I love that stuff. I love music biopics when you find out like what was going on in their life, what made the songs. And like all of Queen's songs are nothing personal. They're just let's make. Well, no, his he really loved his car. <laughs> also, they they didn't they never played Fat Bottom Girls, which Brian Mays wrote about all the girls he slept with while they were touring. Yeah. No, they played that. Did they? I yeah, don't yeah. remember. Yeah, they yeah. played Bicycle. Get they on, play your, fat get on girls. your bikes and ride. They just didn't play those, the chorus. They played the those, oh, those bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Yeah. Mm, I think that's two different songs because I used yeah, Fat Bottom maybe. Girls. <coughs> I used Fat Bottom Girls on the radio show, and I think they said "Get on your bikes and ride." But anyway, none of their songs are personal or like or about anything. They're just stadium anthems, which is cool. I like singing along to them, but I, I I'm not like no, into the, Queen the, anymore. The love song. Yeah, he he did write that about Mary. Yeah, so yeah, that, that that's was... one. But all the others were like, let's just make music that the crowd will like, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's admirable. I think Bohemian Rhapsody way. was a look into Freddie Mercury's life. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I think it was it was very uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny. It was, you know, artistic. Yes. I also, the other thing is I, I didn't realize that the uh, the rest of the band, I'm always just watching Freddie, they, their outfits are phenomenal. Like, oh, my God, what right? What the oh, other it's... band's outfits wore on Live Aid is, are so... Like floor, awesome. What the dude who just did the Jim Halpert impression the entire movie? Uh, the bassist. bassist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, do you know what else you'll know him from? The Pacific. He no, he is the boy in Jurassic Park. Oh, oh uh, no shit! He's Tim. He's I mean he's the coder from uh, Social Network, but I didn't realize he's Tim. Oh shit! I didn't realize he was in that. He's everywhere. He what just did Jim Halpert face this entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also the only member of Queen, or like uh, the only living member of Queen that's not in Queen anymore. He retired a couple of years after Freddie died. The rest are still touring as Queen. Yeah, well, I, I love how like Freddie went for like the complete like gay scene, like like 
diva. And then the, the guitarist was like, I'm never leaving the 80s. This is my hair. I was born this way. And he still looks, <laughs> still looks that way. And the bassist there went with like the, the serious like 80s like uh, alternative look. Just wearing windbreaker, puffy hair. It was They were wildly different spectrums, but they all played together. It was great. Yeah, I did like that they were like, we're a group of misfits playing for the other misfits. That felt true to Queen. Yeah. Yeah, we're four people that don't belong together. Like, that was felt true. But it, it worked. But I still hate everything else now. Very... We just ruined this movie for you. Yeah, the actor that played Brian I feel like May... I should have told you this after you ranked it. So it See, that's what, I, that's what I wanted to do it's like, to save this for afterwards, but I'm glad we did it right now. The, the actor that played Brian May, is that his son? Because he looks just like him. I know. Right? They, no, yeah, they him. all look just like the person. And I'll say, I know you said their Live Aid cos- or wardrobe was great, but I thought the costumes throughout the entire movie were fantastic. Freddy's it was felt amazing. Very, yes. Everything felt very period piece to me. Loved it. Does is all right. Well, I just, just I I I'm, I'm so I am basic because Freddie has a famous quote where he says, "If you ever make a movie about about me, just don't make it boring." And I think the I don't movie think was it was boring. boring. I, don't I think, think it was he boring. would find it boring. No, no, because now looking back at how it really went down, this was they ramped up the drama for him substantially. But they made him they into, like the bad guy there, and they, also they, they didn't make they him the didn't, bad guy. He, I don't he was like led Freddie Mercury. This, this movie made me like Freddie Mercury less. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely portrayed as the bad guy for the second act. Oh, no. I, I mean, I was with him. I understood. But also. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to party your ass off, man. We don't need to get, like, crazy political, but the fact that they don't touch on his debaucherous side as much as they could have. I mean, it's Freddie Mercury. You got to talk about the fact that he's. Sleeping I mean, around and doing drugs besides more than just a couple of shots of a table with some dried cocaine on it. Oh, I don't think they hid that at all. I mean, you, it needed it was, to be it more was, prevalent. It was it was very apparent, like when he was sober and not. It was very apparent that there was guys coming in and out of his apartment at all and he, times. He also didn't identify as gay. In real no, life. He, no, he's he, bi. Yeah, he identified as bi for the rest of his life. He slept with men and women. Yeah, he said that in the movie. Yep. I know, but then they were like, Check "No, you're gay," and then he's only with men after that. Mm. Uh, I just feel like if you're gonna do a movie for Freddie Mercury, do it accurately. All right. Well, let's let's go into ratings and reviews. Okay. Um, does anyone want to volunteer to go first? I'll go first. What okay. What do you want to? Yeah. We're doing popcorn first. So out of five. All right. Uh, I I'm gonna find myself rewatching this one when it comes back out because there's so much little little details in there that you that they were just good. There are a lot of good moments. Uh, and yes, I'm gonna give it four popcorns. I was excited watching it. You cried, damn it! Don't tell me it wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, fucking betrayable tears. I take those I... all. But this is like this is before you know the real. We're 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 voting and, and deciding on a movie right now, not like a movie portrayal of the real life. Yes, I I, 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 I will agree, agree that. that the new information will not go into my popcorn score. Definitely goes into critical. <laughs> okay, one hundred percent. Okay, fine. I'll I'll give you that. Fine. My popcorn is. Also a four. I think this is, it's not a good movie, but it's an enjoyable movie. I will watch this again, probably on an airplane. This feels like a great airplane movie. Uh, Mine is a four. I wanted to do three and a half, but that would be a lie, so it's a four. How about that? Cross the board. Interesting. I feel feel good about that. I, I didn't like the act. Man, I didn't like how every time they wrote a song, 
we couldn't just see them writing the song in the studio and they had to cross stitch it and make a music video of them playing the final song while writing it. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't hate that. I like that. Yeah. I like the behind the scenes stuff more than the finished product. <clears throat> we know the finished product. See it all the time. Yeah, but it was it's like it was it was meant to be flashy. Yeah, yeah. I will say that I wish this was more a movie about Freddie Mercury and not Queen. Like it went in more to his personal life and his history. I feel like you could have done a whole movie oh. centered w- around him and Mary with Queen being in the background. I, I would love a movie about the, the the guitarist. I think he's real interesting. Brian Mays, the guy Brian who's Mays. produced this and made himself seem a thousand times more interesting than he was in I real think life. He, I think he could produce a hell of a movie about himself, yes. <laughs> all right, all right, critical. John, you want to go, go first? first. Yeah, I always David like making go John go first. <laughs> yeah, John, wait. Yeah, we, this is a good pattern we have. John, you go first. Okay, fine. Uh, um, information evolved, sure. See, I, I still stand by the fact that I'm judging this on the movie, not anything else. Yeah, uh, that's and, how I feel. Yeah, and I, like I said, from moving into that house by himself to the end uh, was a good movie. They could have just started there. They didn't. They didn't need the generic like, oh, we're getting band together. Oh, we're doing the studio shit. Oh, we're gonna fight the manager. That was all very generic and bland. The moving into the house. That's like you know who Queen is. You know who Freddie Mercury is. Would have been a great story, uh, but they fucked up and they added 45 minutes too much. So I'm bringing it down to around about 73. All right, that seems fair. I I agree. That's with you. way we're, lower we're, than I was thinking. That you were going to get. Well, I'm a realist. I, I think Remy Malik was not the greatest. Uh, it there was a lot of problems. As much as I liked the movie, like the story from that point. I mean, like you said, the the teeth were unnaturally big. It's stupidly big. Uh, there was there was chippy points here and there. Oh, by the way, uh, one thing I hated was how they like, oh well, Freddie's just going to design this iconic logo in a scrapbook. Bam, there it is. They didn't tell you that he went to school for graphic design. <laughs> pieces together that. now yeah now now it makes sense but before i was like get the uh, fuck out of here but all right there's a lot of holes that's why it goes down in 73 i um i'm j- just writing on the movie i actually really like rami malik as freddie he was besides the music he was my favorite part of the movie i thought he especially starting in the second act when he gets his house he really captured the loneliness of someone who was so loved by so many people but felt yes. that he was by himself I just the rest of the movie was blase to okay at best. So I, I'm giving it a 71. Wow. Okay, cool. I thought I was going to be like such a bad guy. And now it's just par for the course. I will say that scene where he calls her and he's like, turn the light on, turn the light off. Mm. Like, shut bad. up. It was so, it was this fucking middle school. Like, well, yeah, net- that, that, that was, was so sad. Netflix that was so sad. Rom-com. And then later when he tried to call and she was out on a date. And he just uh, was staring up. I felt so man. bad for him. Oh, that didn't pull, that didn't touch me at all because it's so cheesy and dumb. It's like well, because he was cheesy and dumb. That was something I think I seen that in a uh, Disney movie of the month back in two thousand one. Like let's just probably, but that that's also who Freddie Mercury was though. Like he would do shit like that. I guess so. I I had it I had it at a seventy. I had it at a seventy five, and now I'm pissed because they betrayed me and they made <laughs> me cry tears that I shouldn't have cried. 71%. I went back and I watched the Live Aid concert, and I was like, holy shit. Me too. Shit. Yes. I will say, anyone who's listened to this and hasn't seen the movie, just go watch the Live Aid concert. It's better yeah, than the movie. Just, yeah, just go watch the, li- go watch the no. real Live Aid concert. Yeah. Without, without the drama building oh, up to it. Oh, one more thing. The drama's Sorry. fake, John. 
Wait, I know, but the movies are typically fake, Jimmy. I know. That's not why we're that. This is not. This is a biopic. Maybe. Maybe One more thing. I just remembered. Sorry. Another inaccurate. The um, Live Aid like wasn't doing poorly in Queen Save the Day. They were doing great throughout the whole day. Oh, if you as a famous performance from if you thought for a second that was real, that was that was that was actually annoying. Like they shoehorned in, like, oh, now all the phones are ringing. Like, come on, that's not even how fucking Live Aid works. People are gonna watch Queen if they're enjoying it. They're not gonna call and talk in the middle of it. No, but Queen did put on one of the. Greatest, if not the greatest, live performances ever at Live Aid. Yeah, it's awesome. I watched it. The outfits that the rest of the band wears are incredible. Yeah. And he's doing all this with a broken throat from AIDS. No. Imagine that. No. No, he's no. not. It's a lie. That's well, a lie. Well, no, history is rewritten, man. No. Can't go back now. <laughs> if you want to watch a good biopic about a musician, go watch Walk the Line. Or go watch the Dewey Cox story. That's a good comedy. Yeah. But that, that was a better was, biopic than this. This this was a this was a great drama drama movie. No, it wasn't. You it were, was. You gave it a seventy three. <laughs> For the the last two thirds, yes. I so wish we had held off in the inaccuracies so that you were the highest rated, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm really it, glad. It, it's, a been, it's a killer. It's a killer. Been great. Finding um, out that the AIDS was like misplaced in timeline. That's a killer. It's bullshit, man. Can't believe we're, we're 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 like being angry that he wasn't diagnosed with AIDS earlier. We're dicks. Like that just sounds terrible. No, I'm angry that they used his diagnosis to play with my feelings. I am almost positive he already knew, but he I don't think he went to the doctors. Oh, and that was another scene that pissed me off. The doctor, he's going down the the really depressing hallway and there's a kid with like the AIDS lesion and he's like, "Hey, oh, Dude, when he does like the at Live Aid and yeah. Mary, so cool at Live Aid, and then Mary and his new gay lover, and they're all looking at each other like crying, like man, hell of a moment. He's gonna die soon, and this is so special. Now, none of those looks were taking place. That was a lie. I mean, I think they were probably still like blown away by the performance. Probably, this is a different note. I wouldn't have cried. Yeah. Um. What are you guys pairing with it if you watch it again? Fucking cocaine. That drink that makes you not be able to lie. Truth serum. Truth serum. I'm drinking a fucking (laughs) vat of truth serum. And I'm going to spit in the director and writer's face. (laughs) So angry. I I wrote uh, cocaine because it's what Freddie would want. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Um, and a Pepsi. Yes, and a Pepsi. Last thing. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you guys think this movie got? Critical, seventy-three. Um, audience, eighty-seven. Jean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go critical. What do you say, seventy-three? Yeah, I'm gonna go sixty-eight. Audience, ninety. So critical was sixty. I checked this two days ago. So it oh, might be nice. Off point now. The critics 60. hated it. Audience, 95. Fucking losers. They don't know the truth. <laughs> they don't know the truth. Bunch of sheep. Well, audiences, man, they like a good flashy show. There was a guy in my theater singing to the fucking Okay, movie. but I will say this. Don't you think this, when they were making this movie, they did not intend for it to be uh, audience high, critical low movie? No. Because there's certain movies where that's the goal. You're just making no, it fun. I don't. The director, producers, they wanted to make a critical, good movie 
that the audience and the critics would both rave about. Like they were expecting a lot of nominations. I don't think so. I think Rami will probably still get a nomination. I don't think so. No. Because no, the I, reviews I, I have, I know you guys said you hadn't read any reviews or looked at anything. The consensus I've seen is that the movie is pretty bad, but Rami was really good. He's I, good I, at, I, when he's dancing around the stage, it, yeah. like that. But him looking in the camera with his buck teeth at the beginning, saying, oh, "I write, I write music songs." Like, no, that it, it sucks. But I think that's how Freddie Mercury was. Maybe, maybe, but it's. I, I, like Jimmy said, I couldn't not see Remy Malik. I wasn't watching Freddie Mercury. Freddy. I was watching Mr. Robot in the 70s with Buck Teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. I don't oh, um, hey, how about uh, who, who, what, what, uh, what role would Ben Affleck benefit in this movie from? Oh, yeah. Sorry. The, I forgot his to lover ask at the end. No, <laughs> you're going to give Ben Affleck the lover? Yeah, his lover at the end or. Or Littlefinger. From Game of Thrones, their first yes. manager. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good manager. Yeah, definitely. Not, uh, could you see him as Freddie Mercury? Let's update our <laughs> let's update our nominees. Is is this a better movie than what's the movie that's really Starsborn? Starsborn. No, no not a chance. Not even close. Is 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 a Starsborn still winning all the awards out of the movies we've seen so far? Unfortunately, yeah. My my the other front runner for me was going to be First Man, but that fell short. Yeah, so I, I'd I, say A Star Is Born, and I'm still hoping for A Quiet Place to get some nomination. Love. Oh, and that's Black interesting. Panther, of course. Yeah, I forgot about that. Man, recency I, bias really comes into play. I think A uh, Quiet Place will win for sound design. I know that's not a major award, though. That was such a misplaced uh, like a, a release. Why do that in March? Why not do like for November or October? Because it's like uh, a genre, it's a genre mixing movie, and I guess they didn't, they just didn't know. They just, did, I think they, yeah, they didn't realize how big it was going to be. All right, that's that's fair. Maybe they it's wanted just, to get it perfect out for October. They wanted to get it out before the Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, that about sums it up for Bohemian Rhapsody. I bet there's a lot of people that were like saw this and wanted to hear about it, and you know wanted we just just wanted to it. reiterate how amazing it was and good it was and. Well, we apologize, but if if that is you, you probably didn't finish this podcast, so <laughs> so you're not even Sucks listening. Suck. Well, there are there on my side. It was a great movie from two thirds on. But but the two thirds, one of those thirds is just a concert and reenactment. Still Which great. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, that was great. And no, that was that was only uh, about nine minutes long. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they they actually yeah, did no. cut out two songs. Substan- no, they they cut out majority of it. I looked at my watch because I was like, I had to go. I was like, oh shit, this is taking longer than I thought it was gonna take, and uh, it took nine minutes. Mm. Wow. All right. Right. Rami didn't sing, right? No, he did. That I was- think they like I remastered don't think he it. Did. I, I, I I read an interview with him a few months ago where he was like, it's terrifying when Queen is on set and you're singing in front of them. Oh, so they they auto tune the shit out of it to make it sound like. Yeah, or at least okay. they, they may have like piped in Freddie's lyric, uh, like voice over Fucking his. Fucking Bradley was, like, Cooper sang, but he didn't yeah. have to do. And then Walker and Phoenix sang Johnny Cash and Walk the Line. I don't think mm-hmm. Rami sang this, but it's a much harder voice to just kind of like do. Yeah, yeah, and true. also he had he had a, he had to dance along with it and be a presence, which those other guys didn't have to. Yeah. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Rate, subscribe, review. Go to Instagram. Go to Twitter. Let us know what uh, Six Pack Cinema. Let us know what you think of this movie. If you feel betrayed or not. If you don't, start feeling some pride in your brain because they fucked with it. See ya. Also, go see Outlaw King on Netflix. 
Nice, Netflix. See ya.